0: Hey, gems! An intimate conversation with Lady L. I'm your host, Latanya, and I also go by the name Lady L. I will be your image consultant, and I'm also the creator of the brand At Her Best Style, and also the branch off the Lady L Experience. This is the first time that I'm doing this episode because if you are a follower of my podcast, then you know I had a podcast called Break the Mole, And in the new year, we will be shifting and I will be changing that podcast to the name, Intimate Conversations with Lady Al. As an image consultant, I will be helping everyday professionals, as well as artists in the public figures sector. Helping you guys achieve balance through learning how to first and most importantly create some healthy habits within your everyday lives so that you can sustain not only in your professions but in your everyday lives, okay? Life brings so many different challenges our way. And especially when you are a professional, it can be extremely difficult to try to carry the weight of the profession and as well as the weight of any challenge that you may be facing. So I just want to help you in that area as much as I can, okay? The first thing I want to work with with my artists is I want to help you guys create a healthy foundation to stand on because this has been a rough year. Actually, the last couple of years have been pretty, pretty rough, if we all can admit. We have lost so many of you, and we all love you, and we all are rooting for you, and we want you to win, and we want you here, and we don't want you to give up on yourselves. And so it is extremely important that we stop, reconvene, and try to come up with some solutions to help you all face the things that you're facing as well. A lot of my podcasts in the past geared towards, you know, everyday professionals and, you know, just everyday men and women living their lives. And, you know, it was a little bit of everything. A little something for everyone, basically. But I really want in the new season, which is season four, which will be starting the second week of January. I want to focus on bringing more of more talks for public figures and artists. Okay, so if you aren't already following me on Instagram at the Lady L Experience, now would be a great time for you to hit that follow button and. Tune in to some of the posts that I'm going to be posting so you can stay notified. Hit the notification posts because we have got to talk with you all. Okay. At Her Best Style, which is my brand, is so important to me because it focuses on putting yourself first. And a lot of times it's hard for us to do that because of sometimes the different jobs that we have to do or sometimes we're thrust into having to be everything for everybody else and then we put ourselves last and you know and being an artist is not easy you know and I empathize with you all on that and I really sympathize and you know this is why it was important for me Before the new year started and the new season started to come and have this conversation with you all. To let you know I see you. I see you in a way others may not see you. I see your heart. I see your challenges. I see your pain. I do understand. I may have not walked your exact shoes that you walk. But I see you because of my love. For what you do. And so. I had to make sure. That I. stopped what I was doing. To do this message for you all. So if you know an artist out there. Or a public figure. That can really really use this message. Please by all means. Share it with them. And I like to use the. Phrase public figure over celebrity because I feel like there's steps to everything. And I feel like the word celebrity sometimes can come with a lot of pressure. And I want to ease as much pressure off of you as I can. Because let's just be honest. There's two sides to the equation. Some people are thrust into the limelight and automatically have to wear this cap of celebrity or public figure. And they never ask for it. Then you have those who this was their dream and this is what they always wanted. And they some prepared for that or some may have asked for it and didn't prepare for it. So that's also a category, too. So that's why I like to use the term public figure, because it gives us a grounding and a base somewhere to start with before we just like to attach titles to someone and stigmatize someone you know because just because someone is in the limelight it doesn't mean that they're comfortable being in the limelight okay What, what if someone just had a skill and that skill got some type of notoriety or that skill gave them what appears to be overnight success and now they're thrust into this limelight of being a celebrity or a public figure That they didn't ask for So we gotta be careful about how we Label people And especially label things I can't speak enough on how we use our words You know, I'm a communication specialist So Our wording And our word choices Are gonna be extremely important going forward OK. A lot of us like to talk and sometimes we don't think before we speak or we're so quick to say things or we have to be the first one to comment, the first one to say something, the first one to get it out there is that instinct to always got to be the first to be seen for whatever the reason is you need or want to be seen. But be careful with your need for wanting to be seen That you're not Maybe putting your foot in your mouth Okay So there are a few things we're going to talk about On both ends of the spectrum That's for my everyday professionals And that is for my public figures on Communication Because we are in some highly sensitive times Right now Your Approach your word choices Can be the very trigger for someone else And that may cause more dismay Okay So we all need to take a pause With the cause for just a second And let's just talk about some things Okay I'm doing this for you all I had no intentions of doing another show until the new year, but I have to, okay? Being a public figure isn't always easy, okay? When you are a public figure, it comes with certain levels of responsibility. And the first responsibility is being a role model to someone else, right? you're automatically someone's role model. You didn't ask to be a role model, but it comes with the title. So people are always looking up to you for advice. They're looking up to you to be the voice of reason. They're looking up to you for leadership. They want you to be the example. They want you to blaze the trail for them to follow. They want you to always be positive. They want you to always be smiling. They want you to show up for them how they need you to show up for them. They want you to overshow up for them. It comes with a lot. I think now during the times, people never really thought about it before because when you hear the word public figure or celebrity, people just want to put you on this pedestal like you can't make any mistakes, like you're not human, like for some reason being a celebrity just means you're untouchable to life. They don't look at you like an everyday individual or person living life the way they are. You're looked at as a star. And maybe that's something else we need to define. What is a star? You know, a star carries a certain light. When we look in the sky at night and the stars are out, the stars twinkle. So whatever gift and talent that you possess, it shines bright like that diamond at night in the sky. And we see the brightness of the star, but you know the thing about a star is the stars are so far away in the sky. We need special devices in order to see those stars. We can see them with a the naked eye, but this is the thing. The only thing we're seeing with the naked eye is just the twinkle. That's all. We can't even see all the intricate details of that star that's shining in the sky. When you're in school and they tell you to draw a star, you draw this object that has five points. When you look up in the sky, stars look like dots. You can't see that unless maybe you have a telescope. You know? So what I'm getting to is we can't we can't see everything that makes up that star that we're looking up in the sky. All we see is the light, the twinkling of the light, the twinkling of the light represents your gift and your talent. But that star is composed of so much more. OK. Now. It's unfair that I feel like the world forgets that you're human. That the same things that they go through, you go through. The only difference between an everyday professional, we'll say that, or everyday person, and a public figure is their mistakes and their lives are under a microscope and under a camera in someone's lens. And so we get to see them live it out. They have no privacy sometimes. Creating privacy can be a hard thing. It can happen, but it comes with setting boundaries. And to my everyday professionals and everyday people, you're going to have to learn how to respect people's boundaries. And this is where we start. When you have boundaries for you in place, you can respect someone else's boundaries. It's hard for someone to respect somebody else's boundaries when they don't have their own boundaries intact. You see what I'm saying? When I go to shows and I go to concerts, sometimes we forget that that's a human space. You know, like they they themselves, that's their, the aura around them, the space around them, that's their personal space. And we can't just invade their personal space like we want. When you go and see them, you want a picture. There's nothing wrong with wanting a picture, but before we go for the picture, let's see what the boundaries are. What's their rule? Some of them will take pictures with you. Not a problem. Like, come get in this picture. Hey, you know, different scenes cause for different boundaries, too. Sometimes the boundaries have to be more enforced at certain places or due to certain protocol or what's going on. You're going to get your picture. But I know sometimes the adrenaline and the excitement takes over because you that's your star. That's that star you've been looking at, that twinkle in that light, and all you see is that twinkle and that light, and sometimes that takes over. You know? I get it. I get it on both sides because I know what it's like to be a fan. You know? And I also know what it's like for them on the other side. And sometimes they live in a world where it's hard for them to speak for themselves on this particular matter. It can cost them their career. It can cost them endorsements. It can cost them gigs, money. It can cost their livelihood. But if you have not sat back this year and watch what has been going on with your stars and not feel some type of way, it's time you pay attention. That's a cry for help. They need help. They need love just as well as you. Sometimes we run to Instagram and we're looking for someone to uplift us. They need uplifting too. Sometimes they're looking at your profile to say, hey, what kind of word encouragement you got for me? it goes both ways y'all as a a, the world and as humans we have to help each other stay afloat because these are some trying times life has always been trying but i just think we just need to talk about a little bit more today especially how things have shifted in the last years and it's because of this one aspect we are leading with our wants we are leading with material desires we're no longer leading from a place of love for others We have learned how to make a quick dollar, make a quick buck. We have learned how to do everything so in the microwave society that we have lost the essence of people. Machines have come in and replaced people. I don't know. A machine can't give me a hug. A machine can't give me empathy. A machine might can help me process things a little faster, but at the same time, you still need people. You need trainers in this world. You need trainers that can help you. Learn and develop and grow. We have companies who have replaced trainers because they feel like the machine can teach you everything that you need to know. But sometimes people need a different expl- explanation. Everybody don't learn the same. You know? You got to think back to them old school days when you had them teachers that would take that time and that one-on-one with you because you may have a special need or a special way that you needed things presented to you and they made you feel comfortable and not outcast or anything. We need that. I'm not comparing public figures to that or anybody to that. I'm just saying how things have changed. We're so, but just do it yourself. This is, that's the society I see. It's like, what you need? You don't need no help. Just do it yourself. Just get it. Just this. And that can be so dismissive. Remember when I was talking about communication, we have to watch how we talk to each other. You don't want to dismiss people. If someone's coming to you for help, don't be so quick to be dismissive. Even if you don't have the answer. Just say, you know what, I'm honored that you would come to me and ask me to help you with that. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that or I know that answer, but. Let me see if I can help you find someone that do know the answer. I can at least do that. Help you bridge that gap to find the help that you need. Do you see how positive that sounds? Do you see how helpful that sounds? That doesn't make a person feel dismissed or defeated. Because when someone tells you no, it does feel a certain way. I don't care who you are, admit it. And you get a no it may not knock you completely down on the ground, but it make you feel like some people feel like giving up. Let's just be honest. Some people feel like it's a setback. Some people feel like giving up. Some people can't recover from the no. So let's just be mindful in how we perceive things. One, and don't look at it as the end. But if you are the person who's being asked for help and you don't have the help to give someone, it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I may not be that person, but what I am talking about is the approach and how you do it. Just put a little empathy on it. Just be like, thank you. So far, I think we like to say a negative, <clears throat> excuse me, before for a positive. When you speak, I'm going to challenge each and every one of you on both sides of the equation. My public professionals, um, my everyday professionals and my public figures start using a positive before a negative okay when someone asks you something don't say I don't know I just don't know that's dismissive if someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer just say thank you for asking me or wow thank you for even choosing choosing me or entrusting me with that but um I don't quite know the answer to that. That's not my area of expertise. I'm just giving you examples of what to say. That's not my area of knowledge. I don't, now that's one thing I don't know. However, I can try to help, be of help to you. I can try to help, or I can try to be of help to you. Or I could try to help you find someone that can help you in that area. I can at least do that much. So you see all those different things that you can say that just changes it and that brightens someone's day. Now they're not feeling dismissive. Now they're not feeling like there's no hope. They're feeling hopeful because, okay, they're feeling good about themselves because maybe it took their confidence just to ask you something. So now they're still feeling confident and they're confident that they can find the answer, but they're probably overjoyed that you extended help to help them get going in the right way, even if it wasn't. So the next time they have to ask someone a question, they're going to feel even more confident in themselves to ask someone else for help. So it's little things like that that we're going to be talking about that can help change someone's day and attitude. And in times like this, you're going to get a lot of that. There are people who need help, but they are afraid to ask for help. Because they may have asked for help in the past and someone might have been dismissive in their dialogue or approach because they don't realize how they're coming off in their body gestures. There are some people who don't have patience. Now, patience is something you got to practice. I can't teach you patience. That's just something you have to exercise. It's like a muscle. You have to say, I want to learn how to be more patient. And you're just going to have to practice it. If you would want someone to have patience with you someday, that's how you learn it. How I always look at it is like when I get in my old age, I treat people now how I would want someone to treat me when I'm in my older years, in my older age. I'm talking about in my 80s, 70s, 90s, like years, because I'm going to need help. I'm not going to be as swift and sh- um, shift as I am now. I hope to be strong because I do things now to try to make sure my mindset is strong and everything else. You know, health is strong because I want to, when I get there, I want to be as strong as I possibly can. My grandma was in her nineties and she was walking and doing everything. My grandma was a strong woman. <laughs> okay. When she pat me on the back, she could have about knock me down. <laughs> and we laugh about that all the time. She'd be like, oh, Tanya and hit me on my back and it be the most strongest hand. That woman was strong, still doing her guarding, still doing what she needed to do, walking without a cane, upright. It's little habits that we start early on that can help us throughout our day and lifespan later on, okay? But what I want you to take away from that is just be conscious of how you treat others, Because that stuff does come back whether you know it or not later. It may not come back immediately, but it will come back later on. So I try to be patient with people because you never know one day when I may need that in my later life. When I'm struggling at the kiosk or a computer or something one day in my later years, I want someone to have that same grace for me. I want someone to see it like, well, they may not know it as quickly as I do. Let me help someone out. I've been at doctor's appointments before, and sometimes when you go to the doctor's appointments, they have these kiosks that check you in. These older people don't know. I've literally helped. Remember, I remember helping two people. Older, It was a man, and there was a woman that came in and had to just check in and didn't know how, and just simply standing in and say, do you need some help, sir? He said yes, took his ID, helped get him buzzed in, checked in. He was so appreciative. Their mind is not working as quickly as ours. So do you sit at that computer and try to figure it out can be so straining on their mindset at that age. Let me help you because if I know it, let me help you get through it so that that takes some stress off of you because I don't know what you're here for for your doctor's appointment, but let's try to take some stress off each other. You know, I just want you to enjoy sitting down in the waiting room until your name is called. You shouldn't have to be stressing over that. And let's just be honest, the nurses or the people at the um, desk, they're busy. So sometimes they can't come out and help them. It's not that they don't maybe want to help, but they're so busy doing all the other stuff that they can't. And every so often you do have them people who know they can't help and they just won't help them. Because they're overwhelmed and tired because they see the same situation every day. People come in and they just felt like, well, this is every day. So now that's just a norm to them. So I get it on all spectrums, but we have to help each other with that. Stress is a number one killer too. And being a public professional, whether or not you choose to admit it or not, it comes with stress. Stress because you can't talk about it is one, okay? Not just the stress itself, but the stress that you can't talk about is stress enough. People are doing everything you can think of to just cope with pain. No one should take their life because life become that stressful. And I can't really, I'm not judging a person and I can't speak on certain matters to a a T because we don't know the whys behind certain situations. Why it got so far? Why did it get to that? Why did they feel like that was the only way? Mental health, there's a span of things that go on within mental health itself. Some people are diagnosed to have real, real issues. Some people it's just life is just hitting them hard, hitting them hard. And they've gotten to a place where they're stuck and they can't get out. So be cautious of how we speak to others. Okay. That's what we can do. I want to talk to the fans out there for just a second of the public figures. Can you be nice? Can you be nicer? Can you show a little kindness? You want an autograph. Can you be a little kind? You show up online, and because someone has a page, and you feel like you can say what you want. You cannot. That's privacy. That's a person's personal space. Whether or not the page is private or unprivate, that is someone's personal space. They're, you're lucky. They're sharing their lives with you. They don't have to. Some of you know what their kids look like. Some of you know what their parents look like. Some of you know what they have for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Some of you know the ins and out of their day. And you're so disrespectful on their pages. They can't see what's going on in your house. When they meet you, they're not being disrespectful. And then God forbid, if they do try to take up for themselves, it's, I, saw, I saw Kiki And she said this and this and this and that They're just the worst in the world But you can go with your fingers Online and say whatever You want to say about them Yeah I'm shining the spotlight on that Because it's real and it's true And it needs to be talked about You don't have the right to say what you want to About someone Someone's entertaining you. Someone's helping you through a hard time. During the pandemic, they got on here and went on lives and did everything to help you too. To help you cope. Some of you have gotten to speak with them because of this. Show some respect. And if it's not you, the one who's not being disrespectful, help somebody else who you know is being disrespectful and just say, don't tell them, chill with that. Okay? Some of them are losing gigs. It's the pandemic. We don't know what they're dealing with. Some of them have medical issues. We learned with Chad, Chadwick. Some of y'all were so mean when he posted a picture and not knowing the health issues he faced. We're so vain sometimes. Everything is about appearance sometimes. And I can be honest, sometimes I don't get on the camera sometimes. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like right now, I can be honest with you. Right now, my face is a little swollen. I'm still on camera, but I have to be like, hmm, hmm, no. It's a little swollen because of allergies and sinuses right now. And it's going down. I'm actually watching it go down by the day. But I'm like, Lord, because the allergies are just different in my area now and and things. And so, thank God I I see my doctor and my doctor's working that out. But I'm going to be a little swollen for a little bit. And it's just going down gradually. But it is what it is. Sometimes we're going to go through things, you know. And that's a challenge that I'm facing right now. And you know I love my skin. So (laughs) I don't like that, but hey, it's being worked on. So whatever. But we need to learn how to practice more empathy. And if you don't know how to give empathy to someone, you always start with yourself. And where I'm giving you the basis to start is in how you speak to someone. So starting in December, because we're going to be practicing this in the new year, I want you Be mindful on how you show up on other people's pages. You don't have to agree with everybody's stance. If someone is saying something you don't agree with, guess what? There are effective ways to debate someone without being nasty. I should know. As I studied speech and rhetoric at Harvard. And then that's not a plug, but that's just showing you there's an art to it as well. You can debate someone and not be nasty. You can have a difference of opinion with someone and not be nasty. You can stand true on your beliefs and not be nasty all at the same time. And guess what? Some of you need to hear this. We can agree to disagree. I mean, I don't know about you, but if it's somebody who we don't have something in common and they believe in one thing and I don't, and I know they're not going to rock with me, I don't got time to go on somebody's page and talk trash about them i don't even have time to speak on it's like that's not my person then let me look the other way let why am i going to disrespect them if clearly what they stand on is not the same thing that i stand on let me just let them go their way and i go my way some of you got to practice that you don't have to shoot everybody down you don't have to come to somebody's page and let them know how you feel Everything don't deserve a response. People are dealing with stuff. You don't just because they stand on stuff. They they still could be dealing with stuff. You just don't know about. We all are. If you look at yourself in the mirror today, you are dealing with something. It may not be a big thing. It can be a small thing, a medium thing, or a huge thing. It just depends on where it is, but we're all dealing with something because if you want something out of life, if you are trying to go for a goal or if you have prayed for something or you wanted a blessing, every single prayer, every single blessing is met with a challenge. That's just the way life goes. And you have to overcome it for you to get that blessing, for you to get that prayer answer, for you to get that goal achieved. You're going to be presented with a challenge. It's inevitable. So see, when you look at life like that, it can make you be humble to what other people are going through. We're always going to have a challenge. We're all going to have our own beliefs that we believe in. And we're all different. And everybody needs empathy, comfort, courage, and love, no matter how much you want to admit to it. Some of you, your hearts have been hardened because of situations that you've gone through. But it doesn't mean you don't want it. You desire it, but something might have fractured your heart because someone didn't nurture that right someone you entrusted to show you empathy maybe didn't show you empathy they showed you the other side maybe some hate some love some backstabbing maybe some jealousy we're seeing with the Shanquilla situation how friends can be sometimes so-called people we think are our friends but let that be a lesson on how to choose your friends so this is why it's important in the new year that we learn how to get these foundations right these foundations are going to help you make better decisions and choices for your lives these foundations will help you know where you can lean on and where you cannot lean on these foundations are going to help help you have your health intact so that when you are being attacked in the health wise you can sustain okay we got to get our minds together you got to stop waving the white flag of the feet i ain't gonna tell you pain don't hurt because pain does hurt i am no stranger to pain i've gone through the grieving cycle and it ain't easy But I had to learn it to understand how to navigate it. It was my first experience with it on such a personal level. Do I know people who have passed away? Yes. But on that personal, personal level, it hurt differently. I've had people close to me pass. My grandfather passed. That hurt. But this was a different type of hurt. Different. When you like that, you have that certain intimacy, intimacy with someone, like they know you, you know them, y'all talk a certain way. That's a different level of intimacy. And it hurts, you know. And there are a lot of people dealing with that. If you think about it, we're looking at it like, oh, my God, my favorite celebrity might have passed. are some of them are friends. Industry ain't big, y'all industry small they're losing friends some of them they see every day some of them they see around the way some of them they see at every reward show they go to some of them they go to the same auditions depending on their actresses or actors just depending on the realm of where they're at hollywood ain't as big as it look have you ever went to new york the first time i went to new york and visited times square it was nothing like on TV. You know, when I watched that ball drop, I'm thinking Times Square is like this huge, long street. It ain't so big. When you first get there, you're like, oh my God, this is Times Square. Okay. I still appreciate it for what it is. But it, if I can be honest, I was shocked at how small it was. There were other areas in New York that were huge. In Times Square, the way the angle and the lens makes it look, it makes it look so big, right? It's kind of like social media. Sometimes things can look bigger than they appear. If you know what I mean. But it ain't so big. So, you know, just like your loved one passed their industry is friends sometimes they are not just co-workers peers they may be friends and they're losing their friends by the numbers so let's just change our perspective on some things a little bit in the new year okay let's like Let's stop trying to find... Ooh, let's stop trying to find all the celebrity gossip. I want to go digging up their records. Ooh, I want to dig up this. We have... Even with relationships, hello. Woo! Can we start there? Okay, let's just stop attacking people because their relationships have not worked out for a minute. Can we stop doing that? Because some of y'all relationships ain't working out either. And... There are several different reasons why these relationships may not working. Remember, when you're a public figure, certain things take precedence over things. They're working long hours. They may not be around their family as much as they want. That can cause strain on a family unit, that can cause strain on a relationship. You have to nurture each other. Maybe one is a, a stay-home parent and one is always on the go. Okay? That's strain again. Okay? Because both partners have to be nurtured. That can cause for somebody to want to step out, cheat, When you know. No one wants to be cheated on. But everybody wants to feel loved and understood. And we have to make sure, even with you public professionals, we got to make sure that you guys are setting the foundation for healthy relationships out here. Because you need love. You're out there. You're on the road. You're traveling. You need that. And your spouse needs you too. So we got to learn how to make time for family, make time for self and the career. We have to learn how to be the role model. We have to learn how to wear all of these hats. Okay? We're going to work on all of this stuff. I'm not just saying this for my health. This brand, at Her Best Style, I couldn't even call the artist development side at Her Best Style. I had to extend it into an experience because what you guys offer the world is an experience. Sometimes, And if you don't know how to do that, we're going to talk about that too. So I had to be all the way in with you. I had to understand you. God had to bring me out of my element and my environment to come to your element, to understand you, to understand what you need, why I was chosen. I don't know. I'm honored. That God trusts me with such a gift and a vision and a mission to help you all. Like I tell you all the time, and it's not making it about Janet. I I don't know what it is. As much as I've been a fan of her all my lives, and I am, when I see her, I might be a little geek. I might be like, ah, it's Janet. I mean, it's Janet. I'm going to get her that. But at the same time, I understand her as a woman. I understand her as a person. I understand her as a human. I have respect for her. I respect her boundaries. And I ain't going to let nobody say nothing out of pocket if I can help it about her. I've always been that type. I did a project on her in college on, for the Super Bowl. Like, defending her honor from a, a stakeholder perspective in one of my PR classes. It was the best paper and my teacher uses it as the example, and this is a teacher that I went back and forth with the whole entire semester. She wanted me to do healthcare. I said, "No, healthcare is not me. I'm gonna be in entertainment. I want if I'm gonna do PR work, I want to be in entertainment." She was just like, "Well, I like healthcare. No, baby, that's what you like, and this is me at the age of." Anywhere between what 21. I went to write that, and she was my advisor too. And I always went toe and toe with her, and been like, no, look, we we gonna have this talk. I will go in her office. Look, you cannot push me into something that I'm not passionate about. I don't healthcare is just not my passion. If I'm gonna do this, I want to be in the industry that I love with it. So when that happened, that was my mission. And I said, okay, I'm going to show you. Blaze that paper. I got. I talked about all the stakeholders from Viacom to MTV to you, you name it. The NFL, everybody, Janet. I went to work on that like I was her lawyer myself. Passion. And she said, There's nothing I can really say because you did an amazing job. She wouldn't give me the A. She gave me a B. Plus. And we all know why I ain't got that A. But it's okay. You know I got an A paper. You just, I understand because it wasn't healthcare, right? I ain't phased. I ain't phased then and I ain't phased today. But I'm saying that as a lesson. But I can see the difference. Even then, I had to take out the fact that Janet, not only am I a fan, I had to see her in the moment of what she was going through. That's what made that paper blaze. Because I said, no, she is a person. And this this is how it's impacting her too. I saw how it was packing everybody and had to do it from a publicist standpoint. Do you know it takes a certain level of humility to be able to separate that? To separate yourself from that? And I get it, as fans, sometimes they may cannot do that because they're just a fan. And it's okay, we can't change the world of... We can't change the world. We can't change everybody. But who I can help is I can help those public figures. I can help you navigate. I can try to be a bridge. I can try to get bridge the gap of communication with you and them because I know what it's like to be on both ends of the spectrum. I can try to help and navigate the best way I can. But I can't. I can't go into 2023 And not try to help you all in some kind of way. So, even though there has not been a lot on that page, oh baby, 2023, we're starting with you. And we're not waiting to 2023. It's already started with this message right here, and other resources and tools are coming your way. And I said on my other episode that I have linked up with someone, a gentleman who I love his work and he does with mental health in the music profession as well. And we have come together and we are going to help you all. I watch him build his brand and I love his brand. And I've spoken on his brand. Um, even on some of his clippings on YouTube, we've taught, we, we met me and him, we met on YouTube in the middle of a pandemic because he was doing the work and that I love, For an industry that I loved, and I saw someone being disrespectful to his platform. And as the rhetoric person I am, I chimed in a little bit and tried to help bridge that gap. And I I spoke with the young man who was being disrespectful, and and there were other people who were trying to talk to him. There were some elders, there was a lot of people trying to talk. And I said, Oh, well, this is going left. Let's have this conversation. I got him to see things from their perspective. And once I did that, his whole vocabulary changed. Okay? Some respect was brought to the table on his behalf. And then he finally saw what he did. He saw the error of his ways, and he got to see what what that guy really had created for them and started to understand some things. And from there, I've always been a fan of his work. And, you know, he's just tuning in with mine. and, And I'm like, dang, we got really... I didn't know what his mission was at the time because it created from some another aspect. But we have a similar vision and mission. So I know God has created both of us for such a time like this. And when I reached out to him and asked him, let's work, finally do something, he was like, yo, I've been a fan of your stuff. And I'm like, I'm coming at you like I'm a fan of yours. Let's do it. We got you. And he has spoken to many of y'all in the industry too. And so I'm I just thrilled that more that it's not about the working together. It's about what me and him can do to help you all. And I'm so glad that I have someone that actually is passionate about this subject and understand this subject that we can really, really help. Real talk. And I'm trying not to get emotional on that because you have to really understand this to be of help okay so i'm grateful for that because this is it's it's a lot on both ends and i'm not putting pressure on anybody i know the fans don't understand it and you guys but right now we y'all spend so much time worrying about your fans i want you to worry about you you can still worry about them but let's put you first for a second, and the fans, you may not want to hear this, but they have a problem in their sector right now, and we have to address it. How you can help, watch your mouth, watch your tone, watch your communication, watch the things you say. If you don't have nothing nice to say about someone, if someone posts a picture, if someone's this. It's not for them to learn how to take the blows. No, you need to have self-control over the things you say about other people. They are human, like you. If you were going through some of the same stuff they went through, you would want someone to have empathy for you. I don't care if the last person cussed you out. I don't care if the last person was me. At the end of the day, you still wish there was somebody who could be there for you. And guess what? There is. So you may just have to find someone else that can help you. Don't harden your heart to the point where you're attacking someone else. So much in the world right now is people are making other people the target for their pain. We know when people hurt, they attack and hurt other people. There is a lot going on. You can't be mad at the way someone lived. Yes, certain celebrities make a certain threshold. And you might be living on another threshold. They don't give you the right to take their stuff. That don't, mean, that don't give you the right to go and try to rob someone. Take a life. Check yourself. They don't give you the right to go on the internet and talk about someone's child. That's just respect. We don't talk about kids no matter who is who and what is what. You just don't do certain stuff we just don't do. And we got to go back to basics. We got to learn how to be humans. We got to learn about love. We got to learn about empathy. We got to learn about compassion. We got to learn about grace. We are failing each other. Start with how you talk to yourself. How you will want someone to talk to you is how you should be talking to someone else. Show yourself some love. You want someone to say, how you doing today? When you wake up every morning, you look in the mirror and you say, look, Stacy, how are you doing today? Are you okay? And be honest with yourself. If you're not okay, write down what is it you're not okay about or with. Don't keep it bottled up inside. Write it down in a healthy way so that you can see it on paper, read it, and be like, okay, this is the area that's bothering me. Then we're going to write a plan to see how we can resolve it. It might mean you have to seek help from a professional. Don't be afraid of therapy. There's so much therapy out here. These are not the times to be ashamed of getting help and getting therapists. We need someone to talk to. And that's what these intimate conversations are about. So we can say the things that we need to say in a healthy format and and really talk to find solutions and tools to help us. Some of you as fans, you come to the celebrity for your, their advice. You're going through stuff in your life and you want them to help you. But let me tell you this, they have a talent. Some of them have musical talents. Their talent is not to be a therapist all the time. They might do it and try to uplift you. They can uplift. They can be someone positive or speak positive to you. They're not your therapist. So be careful what I'm trying to say. And Sometimes we dump our weight on people that they're not strong enough to carry. We never know what someone's going through. And, you know, and there's a way to gauge it. Sometimes if you have something that's pressuring you, you can be like, I'm kind of dealing with a lot right now. And I really need someone to talk to. Can I ask your advice or can I just ask you something or like, can I have a conversation? Somebody will tell you, they will tell you like, look, I might not be the best person right now. And this is, I'm teaching you empathy right now. I understand you're going through a lot. Now, I may not be the best person to talk to about that right now because I kind of have a lot going on myself, but I want to help you. Like, do you? is there someone else you think you can speak with or someone? Or maybe this person spoke to me and, you know, like this or this is the person I get advice from. Maybe they can help you just like they helped me. So you never want to leave a person hanging, even if you can't help them or you have to say no. You can say no with love. And grace. And you can still help them find a solution. You may not be the solution. But just say, hey, maybe maybe this will help you. And then circle back. Check on them. And be like, hey, did you ever find the help you were seeking on that? Because I don't want you to think I left you hanging. Maybe I, because I couldn't do it, I didn't leave you hanging those. Okay? So I'm going to end there. We have, as you can see, a lot to talk about. And these are things that I'm passionate about. And I never want you guys to think I'll ever leave you hanging because I didn't. I had to go through my own healing season, but now I see why. God took me through a lot so I can really understand the depths of what some of you going through. I've talked to numerous of people throughout this three-year span and even before that in my journey. I had to understand you guys on a level that no one else probably can really understand. And I'm not saying I'm the only one. But in order to do this. I had to really walk down a path and walk down your path to really understand. No, it's okay to take some time for yourself. Okay. There is so much going on right now. I know you want to be there for your fans. You can still show up for them. But most importantly, before you show up for them for the day, make sure you have scheduled time for you. Make sure you've gotten your boosts and set yourself time limits. You don't have to be on there all day long with you. Yeah. If you got some stuff going on, I'd rather you be show up for yourself, make a plan to deal with the things you're dealing with you, and then you can pop in. And when things, you know, you might can't read every comment. You might need someone who's looking at the comments on your page. I strongly would suggest, I know we have social media managers that manage like the pictures that go up or our captions that go up. But make sure there may be someone monitoring your page as to what's being filtered on your page so that maybe someone can go in and delete. The, the negativity messages or something like that, or just cautious of for you not to have to see certain things, you know? We're gonna talk about all of that because there's so much to manage. There's just so many different moving parts, but I don't want to overwhelm you. This message is just an introduction of me to you and to say that help is here. I want to help you, but I also need to have conversations with you to know where you need help at too, and we're ready to do it. And I want to apologize for any delay in this, but I don't feel like, I feel like God, it was all God's design in a way, in certain ways, too. But I feel like we're ready because I already have the plan executed for 2023. We're ready, and I definitely want to send my love to Tweet. To his daughter, to his kids, to his wife, and to his family. And I'm going to end it before it cuts me off. Know that you are loved, and you guys are thought of as well. Take care of yourself, public figures out there. We want to see you on the other side. You can make it if you need someone to talk to. I mean, just DM me right now. You know, I don't have to be all professional. DM somebody. Don't do something you will regret. Okay?